Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include housing supply and how the Fed impacts mortgage rates. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Richie May, a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. It's Fed Decision Day today, and another 75 basis point rate hike is expected. Mortgage rates have surged to 14-year highs, deterring both buyers and builders, who have begun making the shift to apartments. ArchMI released its quarterly housing and mortgage market review, which said that rates aren't expected to return to the sub-3% or sub-4% range anytime soon. Existing home sales have declined sharply to sit nearly 30% below the January 2021 pandemic peak of $6.65 million, and about 10% below the 2019 average of $5.24 million. Over the past year, home prices climbed another 13%, and combined with increases in mortgage rates have caused the cost of home ownership to surge 48% year-over-year and 79% over two years. Bloomberg reported that months of supply has rarely increased as quickly as it has over the past six months. While we have a limited sample size of this kind of volatility, the size of this increase is normally associated with falling home prices 12 months forward. End quote. As a reminder, those impacted by mortgage companies downsizing can post their resumes for free at LenderNews.com, and employers can view them for a nominal fee of $75. With the Fed decision today, I'm being asked how Fed moves impact mortgage rates. MCT offers an excellent primer that reminds us, quote, Many people believe the Federal Reserve, through the actions of the Federal Open Market Committee, has a direct impact on mortgage rates. It's actually more so that speeches from Federal Reserve Committee members, announcements of what the Fed is doing, and its actions in the open market serve as useful predictors of future rate movement. Changes in the federal funds rate trigger a chain of events that affect other short-term interest rates, foreign exchange rates, long-term interest rates, the amount of money and credit, and a range of economic variables such as employment and output and the price of goods and services. The Fed funds rate affects short-term loans, such as credit card debt and adjustable rate mortgages. Long-term rates for fixed-rate mortgages are generally not affected by changes in the federal funds rate, but track the 10-year U.S. Treasury rate much more closely. End quote. Dennis C. Smith of Stratus Financial opines, quote, The Federal Reserve stated purpose is conducting the nation's monetary policy by influencing money and credit conditions in the economy in pursuit of full employment and stable prices. The Fed has several tools available to increase or decrease the amount of money in the economy. Full employment results in greater demand for goods and services, which puts upward pressure on prices, i.e. inflation. Less than full employment decreases overall purchasing power and ability. Lower demand leads to stable or declining prices. Contrary to what many believe, the Federal Reserve only controls one interest rate, the federal funds rate, referred to often as the benchmark rate. This is the rate that banks lend money to each other, typically on an overnight basis. Mortgage rates are determined by investors who purchase mortgages as an investment. The mortgage market is generically known as MBS or mortgage-backed securities. Investors want to make a profit, and their decisions to purchase or not purchase any investment is based upon their opinion as to what they think will happen in the future and if their investment will be worth more or less money. In the case of MBS, this includes what they feel interest rates will be, or should be, in the future. Part of their decision-making criteria is what they feel the Fed will do in regard to monetary policy or what the Fed has announced it will do. End quote. U.S. Treasuries face some more selling 
leading into today's widely expected third consecutive 75 basis point Fed rate hike, pushing the 10-year Treasury yield above 3.5% for the first time since April 2011. The central bank will release its latest quarterly projections this afternoon, in addition to raising their benchmark rate. We learned yesterday that total housing starts increased 12.2% month-over-month in August to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.575 million units, beating expectations due to a 28% increase in multi-unit starts. Single-family starts were up 3.4%. Building permits, though, were down 10% month-over-month to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.517 million, falling below 1.610 million expectations due to a 17.9% decline in multi-unit permits and a 3.5% decline in single-family units. The weakness in the permits data suggests the strength in starts is not sustainable, especially due to the rise in mortgage rates since the July-August period and recent declines in home builder sentiment. Today's economic calendar is already underway, and we've learned that mortgage applications increased 3.8% from one week earlier, according to data from MBA. Last week's results do include an adjustment for the Labor Day holiday. Mortgage applications were expected to remain subdued after last week's fifth straight weekly decline in the market index to the lowest level since 1997, as mortgage rates surged 25 basis points or more during the reporting period. Later today brings August's existing home sales and the results of the FOMC meeting, including the rate hike, updated summary of economic projections, and Chair Powell's press conference. We begin the day with agency MBS prices better by a quarter and the 10-year yielding 3.54 after closing yesterday at 3.57%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Inflation really does hurt. I just opened my water bill and my electricity bill at the same time. I was shocked. <laughs> Thanks again to Richie May, a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.